All right, it's eleven sixteen on August thirteenth. It's been a minute since I've uh, recorded anything for the podcast because it's just been. I just keep forgetting is the main thing. I like. I'll be driving around doing my thing, working or hustling. I'll be like, oh yeah, gotta record for the podcast, and then something comes up, and I'm like, totally forget, and then I'm like, ah, oh, I'm already inside, and I'm already in a place where it's just inconvenient to record. I don't, you know, as you've heard me say millions of times already, millions, millions. I just don't like to do this when other people might be able to hear me. That's why I'm looking forward to. I don't think right now anybody's in my house. Um, my mom said she was going to a doctor appointment. I think she's probably left for. And I'm just chilling. I've, I'm really taking it easy. I'm like not trying to do anything with my um, days off these days. Because I'm kind of like gearing up for... I'm kind of like the calm before the storm for school. Um you know, I'm not, I mean, my studio's kind of not convenient anymore, because I've set up my studio at school, and my studio at my house is, like, just all disheveled, which I should probably organize some things today, if I'm really proactive, I need to clean the bathroom today, that's my number one priority, but, um, other than that, I, uh, just been kind of just chilling, just trying to take it easy, watching some shows, which I'll talk about in a second here, I'm going to catch you up, but there was somebody that I wanted to throw in just to kind of remind you uh, as well that you can, um, if you're on the Patreon platform, you can definitely contact me through a voice message through Patreon. Patreon? What am I saying Patreon? Through Anchor, through the Anchor platform. Because I was just looking at my Patreon accounts up on my screen right now, my uh, desktop, and with uh, zero uh, supporters on my Patreon. I haven't really nurtured it really at all, but I don't have an audience, a big enough audience to get any kind of money from anybody. So anymore, I messed that up, man. I messed that up so hard. Um, but, uh, oh, well, what are you going to do? Did I tell you about it? I like had Patreon. I had like, I don't know, not a ton of money, like 70 bucks a month. I was getting through Patreon, um, for the word on the street podcast mostly. And when I slowed down on the word on the street podcast, I felt guilty about keeping that Patreon going and I wanted to change it to just be more of a this is everything I do. Do you want to support me or not? You know, instead of this specific to the the podcast. And I should have emailed everybody and said, Hey, I'm changing the format of my Patreon to be everything, include everything if you don't want to keep continue supporting you can decide, but I decided for them by deleting everybody, just kind of like starting over, which I shouldn't have done. Anyways, so now I've had one or two people become Patreon supporters um, since since then, but they've since stopped as well. So yeah, that's what's going on with the Patreon. But I plan to gear it up um, when I start... Basically, when I'm in grad school, like, my whole agenda is going to be really trying to refine this kind of creator lifestyle and just get everything organized more. Like, it's been all disheveled kind of for the most part, but I want to get it all more organized. Like, when I, you know, post videos and podcasts, you know, I'll, I'll have ways for people to support it 
just baked into the podcasts and and videos more so like than I have in the past. But anyways, we'll get we'll I'll talk more about that as time goes on. But now I'm going to share with you a voice message that was sent in to me um about a question about my rideshare driving. So check it out. Hey man, I have a quick question. Do you ever get tips in cryptocurrency from your Uber clients and Lyft clients? Let me know if anybody tips you Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, Ripple. I just gotta know, man. And keep up the good work. I've been listening to your show for a while now. It's been over a year. And you're doing great. Keep up. So Crypto Kid asks if uh, I've ever been donated, uh, or not donated, <laughs> man, I'm all over the place today, I've ever been tipped in crypto on my rideshare by rideshare driving, and I sent him a message and just said, no, I haven't. Um, I've had many people in the car that have, you know, we've had the conversation about crypto and blockchain and stuff in the car. And it's very, it's somewhat fascinating, but it's one of those things that's like, man, my brain starts to hurt when I think about it because of how it worked. Like, it's just so baffling to me in a lot of ways. Like, you know, you created an algorithm on a computer that, you know, it's kind of like someone just decided that because it takes a long time to create this thing that it's worth something. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Like like the crypto mining type of aspect of things. Like, okay, great. You just decided crypto is worth something. Okay, that makes no sense to me. But the idea of blockchain and like the peer-to-peer kind of um, referencing is pretty fascinating, which is also baffling. The, you know, it's basically, a re- from what I understand, blockchain is like a redundancy of like fact-checking and it's like so it's like something is checked multiple times to make sure it's legitimate and so you can go peer to peer rather than going through like so if you want to give someone money let's say you just say the blockchain is set up in such a way that it protects you it makes sure it's authenticated make sure it's real and legitimate instead of having to use a third party to to pay like to a bank then to a person so you know what i mean i don't know makes any sense it's weird but how it all works but the one person in my car was a student at UCSD and she was uh won an award for a blockchain news kind of thing um you know authenticating news stories which is which is awesome because it's like it takes out the kind of like bullshit you know propaganda news it's like you 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 learn news because it's the legitimate thing that happened not the not the filtered version um anyway like whatever but that's all i know about i don't know it's a long ways off of where blockchain stuff becomes really integrated in our society but if it does and when it does it, it totally creates a you know democratization of information and economy and all that stuff which is you know not what united states what big governments 
of the world want you know people of power want to maintain their power and one of the ways people maintain power is through economics and money and things like that and if you know it's so if you're taking away their ability to control that that flow they uh they won't like it period but <laughs> this is the bottom line so i don't know we'll see what happens with all that blockchain stuff but then there is crypto is a, is a portion of blockchain you know that's how it's that cryptocurrency comes from the world of blockchain stuff so i don't know enough about it i'm not educated enough about it but, but crypto kid you could probably i don't know how you would find him if you can see the segment depend i don't know how you find him but he's crypto kid on uh on a uh, the good old anchor here and uh, you can probably kind of find out more information from him if you're feeling like it but yeah, so they that's one thing. Another thing, this is a, pro, a pro, kind of somewhat profound idea that kind of came up for me. And I'm going to say it here because nobody listens to this that's close to me. So it won't come back around in an awkward kind of way. But it is kind of dangerous to put out there because it makes me... It, it's a, it could hurt people's feelings that are close to me in a way. But um, the one thing that I kind of... I was watching a movie. I was watching... I was watching a movie, and I think it, this is what inspired. I was watching um, Instant Family, which was a really great movie. A really, I think it was really witty, really irreverent, really fun, really well written, um, and really uh, great cast. Like really great casting, and then also great. Uh, like the story was fun. I mean, a little bit. You know, it was it was like inspirational in a way. It was kind of a feel good movie, so you know you could only go so far. It what didn't want to. There were moments where you felt kind of maybe emotional, but for the most part, it was a feel good thing. So, it they're not trying. I don't know. It was interesting, but it was fun, and it got me thinking. I think I think it inspired this thought of this idea of like when when my kids have kids of their own I want to I want to I want to have a a relationship let me see how, how I can put this I want my relationship with my kids to be such that when my kids have kids of their own it makes it it it, it creates a moment of enlightenment that they will love me even more if that makes sense they will go like wow you know dad now I see how dad has felt about me and it will make the relationship stronger and unfortunately I don't really feel that from my for my parents Um, I recognize that they possibly feel the way I do but it doesn't because of the way the the relationship because of the way the history of the relationship went, it doesn't make me go like, it doesn't make me feel, it makes me feel disappointed that they didn't have the foresight to, it makes me feel disappointed that they didn't make me feel more loved, I guess is a way to put it, or more like that I now want to love them more because I understand the feeling because it's like I'm more just put off by it I'm more like it's like you didn't make it easy you know it's like your agenda was 
too strong for me to feel like um, that kind of that level. It's like of wanting to then return that love back to you and understand it. It's like, and so I'm hoping that when I, when my kids have kids of their own and they realize that that kind of love is what I was giving to them, that they're now giving to their kids, that they, it makes them feel good and makes them want to continue a relationship with me in a way that's deeper. Um, that's that's kind of where I'm at with that kind of concept. It just kind of came up and it makes me frustrated that I don't have that kind of relationship with my parents um, in some ways, but it is what it is and I can only learn from it and move on is I guess the point. Learn what I, what I hope for the future. And I just, it's one of my biggest fears to, I mean, I just, I really don't have a relationship with my dad at all. And it's just kind of like, but it's like it's not easy it's like he's it's such a it's such a huge amount of work to try to do any it's just like he he doesn't get out of his own way and 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 to be empathetic or anything toward it's just like his agenda and it's just like weird he's not a mean guy he's just not it doesn't have that capacity to be like what could i do to make this a better situation he doesn't see that he doesn't ask the question to himself and I just can't be around I just can't can't be do that and my mom has degrees with that as well but it's it's frustrating and interesting um it just I don't know but then I just I try real hard just to not take it too seriously this is a dangerous thing to put out in the world but I don't think nobody's listening not a lot of people are listening to this podcast and it'll be an interesting thing to check back in on in a in a while um because if you know if my parents hear this they'll be sad and I don't want to make them sad I just want to talk speak the truth and it's like why should I it's like this is the weird part about this kind of uh this kind of format this kind of journaling this kind of life this online life this kind of putting things out it's like why what's the need and for me it's 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 about storytelling it's about sharing my truth and if my truth here could help and connect me to people and you know help me achieve the goals that I have by people like you know understanding me and relating to me and then want to help me I guess that's why I put it out I put it out because you know if there's somebody else there that that is looking to support someone else through financial means or what other things like that and and likes my story and likes the honesty and likes the truth and and can relate to me you know basically i want to be an entertainer and this is sharing my story is my version of entertainment for you i guess that's what it is it's like i want i definitely am susceptible and i've said this many times to that you know i want people to like me i want people to follow me i want people to want to be curious about my journey and and hopefully the things I have to say are inspiring to other people to lead their lives po- possibly better or whatnot or or not better but just give them things to think about um, that they value give them things to think about that they value that's a big part of it the last thing I want to mention today is uh 
I've been watching Star Trek Discovery. I've been binging out on it <laughs> like the last couple of nights. I've just been binging on Star Trek Discovery. And this is where I'm at right now. I'm only like three or four episodes into season two. And I finished season one. Season one was random. <laughs> it's just like not only in tone, like it was a much mellower and more like darker and like stretched out the tone of the show was much more like like stretched out kind of I don't know how to the pacing was stretched out like slower paced and just kind of dark and weird and then like just like Twilight Zone it was like totally like the things that would like these twists and unexpected stuff would happen and it's interesting that they made the you know most of these Star Trek shows like the captain is kind of like the the main antagonist of the whole thing where they decided to make the main antagonist one of just the 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 other people on the show and she's like you know uh been going through a an interesting arc of like being a first officer then being like a you know a mutineer and then being back accepted into starfleet and just like interesting she was raised by vulcans and she's a human and and she's, I guess she's, she's Spock's sister, like stepsister or like, you know, like adopted sister or whatever and things like that. And it's just, it's just really random. It's like super random. The first season was like super random. And then the second season, the tone has noticeably changed. The tone has changed to like more of that quippy, like, like original series Star Trek kind of feeling where, and even Captain Pike uh, the original like captain of the Starship Enterprise is in the series now, <clears throat> and they showed the Enterprise, and Spock is in the series because this the timeline is like right before the original series is like where the timeline is supposed to be, and there's like this whole thing with the Klingon. It's pretty crazy. It's it's ev- not every episode is as strong as each of the the others, but there are some episodes that are better than others. I'm liking the tone of the new season a little better than the first season the first two episodes were like agonizing to watch the first two episodes of season one were just like oh my god they were like didn't have a handle on what they were actually trying to go for it was like this is like no this is agonizing it just but then it started to seem like they started to figure out what it is how they wanted to tell these stories and it kind of picked up for me and stuff but it's it's been it's i would i like it but it's definitely not one of the best Star Trek um, series. But, like, I haven't watched a serialized Star Trek in a long time. Like, Voyager was the last one I watched um, pretty much the whole series. I didn't, I don't think I finished the whole series. Deep Space Nine I watched a lot of, watched every single episode of of Next Generation. I watched every single episode of the original series. Um, and I've... I've never watched, there's another one, um, with, uh, is it Scott Bakula as captain? That was like pre, pre, um, Star Trek original series. Let's see, Star, I looked this up the other day, Star Trek timeline. Star, Star Trek timeline. Enterprise, no, Enterprise, Discovery, Enterprise, Discovery, Star Trek original series. Yeah. Enterprise is the one I haven't watched. 
at all. And I, I guess that's what Scott Bakula. That's the one with Scott Bakula. Anyways, <clears throat> let's see here. Click on more links. Yeah. Anyways, I'm dead air here. Well, it's a podcast. It doesn't matter. But, uh, anyways, uh, I'm digging it, though. I'll let you know more about when I finish series, season two, what I think about Discovery. It's pretty interesting. It's just interesting. I like the way they're trying to tie it into the original series and the difference, like, I don't know, just the different things. But season two, well, okay, so the main reason... <laughs> The main reason I even started watching it was because I discovered was because of what I told about talked about earlier in this podcast was the the movie um the movie uh well the movie uh, was it what did I what is it the one that I was just talking about um uh, instant family and uh the movie instant family and there's an actress in it that was in Instant Family, and I'm sure... Oh, it's uh, Tig Notaro, Notaro. She was in Instant Family, and I was like, oh, she was funny. I've never seen her before. And I was like... you know. So I started watching these YouTube shows. Like, I looked her up on YouTube to see, and she's a stand-up comedian. And and then I, just, I watched a whole bunch of her stand-up and then learned that she's on Star Trek Discovery and I wanted to watch her part on Star Trek Discovery but she didn't show up until season 2 so I watched all of season 1 which is a lot of watching and then she finally showed up in like I think the first or second episode of season 2 and so I've only seen her once so far but we'll see where else she kind of shows up in the series but pretty funny, pretty funny that was that's it so that's my um <laughs> that's my podcast for today hopefully it was entertaining thoughtful and all that good stuff um love to hear from you in any way if you're a anchor user you can send a voice message like crypto kid did and we could throw it in here um and we can also you can also contact me through all the ways that you would contact people on the internet and the links to everything is in the description of the podcast. Um, so yeah, at underscore the Zim on Instagram. It's a great way. I don't have a Twitter right now. I, you know, I boycotting Twitter until t- President Trump is out of office. Um, I do not like his giving him that platform to be a sounding board for his trash that he likes to spew. Anyways, and end it with a little punctuation right here so be sure to you know you know subscribe rate review all the things apple podcast google podcast spotify whatever you can do to bump the you know the awareness for me by sharing by subscribing by posting comments by posting reviews by giving stars all that good stuff would appreciate it until next time Be excellent to each other. Be kind, loving, and patient with each other. Peace.